You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OKSIS, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hello and welcome back to OK Sis Podcast. How are you, Scoutala? Hi, Mads. I'm good. I'm doing good. You know what? I'm I'm feeling proud. Whoa. Proud. Inner pride. Yeah. I'm feeling proud of the two of us. I'm feeling proud of you. I'm feeling proud of the last couple of episodes. Sisters, if you have not listened to like the last last three episodes, we're like a progression in real time revelation and transformation. And today's episode is going to be sillier because we got to bring the silly too. But I highly recommend if you haven't listened to those three, go back and listen to them in order because they tell a story that I am proud of. There is a story arc. There is a beginning, middle and end. No end. No No end. end. It's a constant work in progress. We are constant works in progress. So true, Scout. I agree. Mm -hmm. The the past couple episodes of OKSIS have been enlightening as fuck and Mm -hmm. I'm... I'm into it. I'm into this new direction. We're obviously going to bring it back to our roots. This is what OKSIS is all all about, right? Uh, (laughs) Good job. I think my brain just short-circuited. Good job, podcaster. This is what OKSIS is all about. We are multifaceted. We have so many dimensions, and women are allowed to have a lot of interests and a lot of layers. So that's what we peel back over here. 
Yes, I agree. Okay, let's jump into current fixation so we can get to the meat of the episode today, which is going to be Scout Guesses What the Pop Culture Headlines Are About, which is always a fucking good time. I mostly just embarrass myself, so what's new here? Okay, my current fixation is the Clear Stems pre-game face mask. It's an AHA mask, and it was made with Jess Clark, who... Exfoliant. Exfoliant. It's made in collaboration with Jess Clark, who is the Bachelor Ben Higgins' new wife. We love her. And essentially why it's my current fixation is that we all know I realized that I was acne prone, right? A couple, like like a year ago, I feel like I found that out. And as I've been kind of testing what really works for my skin, I've also recognized that my skin is not sensitive. Like I can take a harsh situation. I can take more. I don't have sensitive skin. And actually... More is better for me, not like more products, but more intensity, for lack of a better terms. I'm not an esthetician, so these terms are not clinically correct. But the second I started implementing this AHA, it's the pregame face mask by ClearStem. You guys know I love ClearStem. Twice a week, it has purified my skin so beautifully, and now I, I will not live without it because it's like... I needed I needed deeper cleaning. I needed deeper exfoliate. I needed deeper pore cleansing. And now I use a cleanser that is AHA and, and a different one that has an acid base just to kind of continuously have that clearing. But to do it twice a week and have like an intense pore clearing moment has been very, very beneficial. And it truly does brighten and smooth. I mean, you've said it yourself. My skin looks great. So yeah, you are also pregnant. So the glowing could be as a result of that. But yes, I have tried this. So you admit, you admit, I admit, you think I'm really glowy. (laughs) So you admit, you think I'm really glowy. I like that. And, you know, I've also gotten a little skincare facelift these past days. I will say that going off birth control, I have not had one pimple on my face. And the reason I can say that and I'm not and I don't want people to like groan and yell at the podcast is because if you listen to OG OK Sis about four years ago, years one through one and a half, maybe or sorry. Well, yeah, one. We were both struggling. We were acne, never not a day without acne. And so I found the culprit and it was birth control. Like it was my IUD. And so I have not had a pimple since and it feels, wow. sorry, I'm just going to say like it feels fucking fantastic. Okay. Yeah. For me, I just need like, I've now realized I need more intensive exfoliation on a daily basis. Sure, sure, sure. And that's like, yes, yes, I'm pregnant. So my hormones are different. But even before I had the pregnant glow, I started implementing the AHA into my daily routine. I use the Clear Stem, obviously, pregame face mask that I just said. And I use Coco Kine's AHA daily cleanser mm. as a gentle cleanser. And that's been super integral. I feel like the minute I started using and implementing that, my my acne started clearing up. Fantastic. Yeah, I've been on a Sunday Riley kick. Um, I befriended the gal who does all the community events in LA, her and I are now buds and we're going to do something together with Camber. So every time I meet with her, she gives me a little Christmas present. Every time I meet with her, she's like, here's this one. And here's this one. Now I have the whole collection because I've met with her several times. Wait, You never told me this. Mm -hmm. God, that sounds excellent. Oh, it's excellent. Getting the hookup, getting the insider job. You know what I mean? But she, she has been so gracious giving me, giving me all the prods, prods, (laughs) 
I wow. like that. I like that. I'm going to I'm going to stick to it. And yeah, so I've been using their infamous good genes. That's their lactic acid. I've been using their retinol Luna sleeping oil, which I am a sucker for a facial oil. And now she gave me the vitamin C moisturizer, which is, smells Ugh. like Oh, smells amazing. I wish I could do a facial oil, but as an acne prone skin person, it's not great to do a facial oil. Sucks. Because facial oils is like, I look forward to my night routine for it. It is the best thing to put on my face. Oh, it feels so good, but it was clogging my pores pretty. Acne prone people uh, should really stay away from face oils like that. Also miss my retinol days because I'm pregnant and I can't use retinol. So I, know. I love a re- I love a retinol. We're Shawnee Darden uh, hose over here as well. Had her a couple times on the pod. And um, wow, is this OK Sis circa 2019? I know there's so much, so much uh, callbacks. But I also wanted to mention something. So your conversation a couple weeks ago was this oat butter situation oh granola butter granola butter by oh okay wait 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 wait. someone is listening to this okay no but wait real quick so I after eating all of the oat house I tried to find because they sent it to me I tried to find the person to thank them because I'm like literally so fucking obsessed and then they listened to okay sis and then they sent it to me and I can't find the email of the person who keeps sending me oat house and I need to thank you I was I gave them your address oh oh my god I have been scouring my inbox. You are so ridiculous. Yeah. So they reached out to us after we mentioned them as or you. You mentioned them as their current fixation. And they said, can we send you some? And so I gave them our addresses. And so huh. I was sent some as well. Oh, what do you think? At first, I was a little skeptical. And I was like, what? I don't understand granola butter. I have been eating it a spoonful with, with a spoon. Yeah. Yeah. I tried with dates. I tried with other things. I'm just eating it with a spoon. I'm literally wait, dunking wait. the spoon in there and eating it. The chocolate one. Okay. The brownie butter. The, the, okay. I haven't tried the brownie butter yet. So the vanilla is my favorite. They sent this to us like, I got this a week and a half ago to two weeks ago. The vanilla jar is done. Like I'm done. It's gone. My chocolate, my brownie butter is done. I know I haven't opened the vanilla or the strawberry shortcake, but I, if it's anything like the brownie butter, I'm a goner. I'm, I'm converted. The strawberry shortcake was good. The vanilla one's better, in my opinion. I haven't tried the brownie. And after I said that, I went back and I was like, you know what? Let me just check the nutritional facts because I thought it was healthy. I checked it. No, it's like very healthy. Like there's like zero, literally like oh, no, no it's sugar. Like very healthy. <laughs> but like I knew that, but I was like, you know what? Let me, let, how could it be this good? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Sisters, go, go check it out. It's Oat House, O A T H A U S. And wait, I'm like literally dying because. I've been scouring my email to be like, how do I thank these people for giving me more Oat House? They DM'd us. That's why. So you can go find them there. Um, okay. My <laughs> my current fixation is this last... Uh, sorry. I just forgot it. Now I remember. I have been on a reading kick as I usually am, but in a more condensed version because over the long Labor Day weekend, I read three romance novels and I have just been on a bender and I just love, I love them so much. So I wanted to recommend one to all the dear listeners. If you're looking for a great romance, but is also very well written has a lot of summer nods to summer. I know summer's kind of, you know, if you're in Southern California, summer is not over, but 
you know, whatever. Summer ends. Summer ends in like November. October. In, yeah. Yeah. February. Like, honestly, it's still <laughs> fucking. It's still. No. December and January is colder. December is not even that cold. I remember like Hanukkahs where I'm like, I was like, only oh, put on a sweater because it's Hanukkah. And I'm literally schwitzing out of like there's. It you doesn't get. So wait. You are so Amy Schumer. <laughs> like literally, those are the mannerisms of Amy Schumer. She's like, that's great. That's the biggest. That's the biggest compliment. That's the biggest compliment you could have ever given. Oh my god! Wait, I need to say something. So everyone knows that like the Camber TikTok is going, is popping. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like popping. Yeah. And someone commented and said. The yeller in the sweater has returned. Oh, were they talking about you? <laughs> they were talking about me. I'm the yeller in the sweater. How? I've never heard a more perfect description of me. Like that was. Why don't, that should be your Instagram bio. I know. I was like, I'm going to put this as my bio because I wonder if the person was like trying to troll me. But regardless, it backfired because it was the best description of me I've ever heard. Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. Anyways, so the book that I'm trying to recommend to everyone is called Every Summer After by Carly Fortune. It was just delightful. I miss it so much. I read it in one day and I had the biggest uh, book hangover of my life. And oh, I've just been reading so many good books lately and I feel very fortunate to have, you know, fallen into this little niche of book genres. Yeah. I need a I need another fiction book because I'm finishing right now. Wait, did you read Carrie Soto? No, and I was realizing that that needs to be the next one, so I'm gonna order it right now because I'm reading Amor Towels, which is totally not the way you pronounce his name. The guy who wrote A Gentleman in Moscow. Mm, I've heard that's an incredible book. Impeccable book. Impeccable. I don't like historical fiction though. It's not really mm. like that. Okay, you should buy it. I read it. I'm reading his other one. I think it's called The Rules of Civility, I think. Mm. And I just, I can't. Like, I'm already, I'm mm. almost done. It's not that it's a bad read, but I'm like, I keep reading it and thinking to myself, like, there was this twist and a twist happened. And I was like, what, what was the twist? I don't, I don't know what's going on. And I just keep thinking to myself, TJR would have done this better. Mm. As she, she always would. She, she always would. Mm. And I just such a bummer because A Gentleman in Moscow is w incredible piece of fiction. So I will order Carrie Soto. Great. Yeah. It's by no means my favorite TJR book. I'm still working through the TJR backlogs. Everything pre-Evelyn Hugo. I have, I think, two more. Can we get a wellness check on TJR? Hey, TJR, since I know you're listening, can I get a wellness check on you? Because I'm just worried that you're pumping out too much and you might need a break. Your nervous system might need a vacation. I, I don't want them to overwork you. What? What? <laughs> I'm afraid that her publisher is like, keep pumping out books. Yeah, because... She and that she's going to get tired and burnt out. Mm. And we need to protect TJR at all costs. I don't think... I think it's been like two years in between for her last book. I don't think it's like that. She intense. is so young to have written so many books. Oh, okay. So I'm just... I'm worried about... You're worried. The stamina and the longevity. Yeah, we need it to be of, sustainable, of TJR. We need you around for... you. Need, we need your brain around for quite some time. This is a marathon, yeah. not a sprint. Yep, I love that. Okay. All right, shall we get into the meat of the episode? So... Every once in a while, we do a little episode where I pull pop culture headlines and then Scoutala deciphers what they mean. Now, these ones aren't like 
outrageous headlines. These are just like things that are happening. So I just want you to like, I want to hear your thoughts on them as well, which you probably won't know a lot of the thoughts, but let's just, let's try. Okay, I'm ready. First one from page six. We're, we're going to do a little Kim corner because a lot has been happening. A lot has been a happening. A lot. A lot. Number one, Kim Kardashian bears her butt in a jock strap on Interview Magazine cover. Yes. She also bleached her eyebrows. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute. I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. 
Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS, O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Nice, nice. So what did you think about this? Do you think the booty is real? You know what? Uh, Yeah. Wow. Okay. I do. I've I've always kind of thought it was real. And if it's not, I don't really care. My general consensus is the butt looks great. And that's all I care about. So Agreed. I'm with you. What about the jock strap? Is this... Is this the new fashion trend? Well, you know what? I think it's kind of reminiscent of her Skims boxers that have that V. Mm. You know what I mean? So like the women wearing like the more male part clothing on the female, if that makes sense. Um, so I think it's in line with some of her main skim stuff. The male part on the female. I get, yeah. Like her boxer briefs. Yeah. Like where the penis goes, those details are now being put on where the vagina goes I see. in clothing. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. You know, I did want to watch some of the videos that they made about it and read the article. I thought that it was cool. I think it was, the vibe feels more Kendall Jenner to me. Mm-hmm. Well, because Kendall did do a bleached eyebrow moment very recently, so. Oh, that might be it. That might be it. But yeah. Let me get your thoughts, Scout. You're you're on the pulse, um, sort of. Bleached <laughs> eyebrows. Yay or nay? You, mm-hmm. in or, you in or you're out? I mean, I'm out for real life. Okay. I'm in for fantasy photo shoots. Mm. Okay, yeah. You're very editorial. Yes. Yeah. I'm very editorial. Anything that's avant-garde and over the top and dramatic in fashion, I say go for it because... It's like, give me some fantasy. Give me some, give me some drama. Give me some imagination. That reminds me, you know, you once said on this podcast that you wanted to lean heavily into editorial style photo shoots and make your Instagram like a fantasy, which is fantastic. And I was inspired by you. And so I, I too hired a photographer to come take photos of me. Wow. For fun. I know. And I invested into myself. Well, look, I, I want, I'm going to use it like across all my social platforms. Cause I just feel like yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. have like a good photo that can like, you know, it could be like LinkedIn as well as, uh, you know, a TikTok yes. situation. I need it to be uniform across the board. It's very scattered right now. And I don't enjoy that. Okay. I'm really excited for you. I can already see the picture in my head. So I want to invite you to take that photo and then, and then amp it up a little bit well of course yeah we're gonna do we're gonna you know we're gonna keep it safe for a little bit but it's all gonna be film photos i found this i found this girl she's fantastic and she shoots only on film so i want you know i'm mm. i'm i'm entering my film era which actually i will i love it i had entered my film era before all you bitches had been in the film era remember that that giant 35 millimeter camera I used to schlep all over Israel. Yes, that you shipped all around Israel and yep. Europe with. And yeah. I left it in the cab. Yep, I forever remember that. Okay, great. Next in our Kim corner, this I am extremely excited about. Kim Kardashian. Sky. Be- Sky. Huh? Venture capital, private equity. Okay, wait, let me read the thing. Okay, so Kim Kardashian becomes a private equity deal maker in collab with ex Carlisle partner. This is okay. Talk about someone who's like doing the most. 
it feels like every day she has like like wasn't she the like face of beyond meat like yesterday like i just feel like every day is a new like launch or a new thing and i do want i also want to say kim kardashian if since you're listening it is a marathon not a sprint and so like i just want you to like we need you around so you know but i am here for all of these projects i am enjoying this so they're launching a private equity firm, Sky Partners, and they're going to be investing in consumer products, hospitality, luxury, digital commerce, and media. That sounds a lot like a genre that Camber is in. So I will be pitching to Miss Kimberly. Yes. I'm manifesting Kimberly on my cap table. I said it here first. Yes. I'm really excited about this. I'm excited that she's going to be using her money to fund other people's businesses. I think that's a really beautiful way to put her money to good use in a way that grows our economy and empowers business owners to chase after their dreams and build sustainable and healthy and new paradigm businesses. I'm, I think what's going to be the test of whether this venture is well-received or not are the products that she decides to invest in. So I think she could go one way or another, and I think it's such an opportunity for her to really, really go deep and find some incredible brands that are women-owned, minority-owned, women of color-owned, et cetera, that have the you know chance to shake up an industry, disrupt an industry like Camber. And it'll be interesting to see what she puts her money towards. I mean, it'll be, it'll be really interesting to see. But I think that she could really, on a reputation standpoint, this is such a good move for her depending on the projects that she decides to fund. Exactly. This is just good news for me. Honestly, when I saw this, I was like, bitch, get on my cap table. I will give you 80% of the company. Like, let's <laughs> go. Anyways, so I'm really excited for that. I need to figure out a way to slither my way into some of those pitch meetings, but we're going to do it. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So it would not be a pop culture roundup this week if we did not talk about the stupid blowout. Wait, read me the read me read me the headline because I actually don't know a lot about this drama that I know you're about to say, and I will predict what it's about. Okay, Harry Styles did not spit on Chris Pine. Rep confirms this is a complete fabrication. I don't even know what to say <laughs> about it. Um. Here's a PSA. Sorry. Have you seen Have you seen the video? No, but I'm going to do a quick PSA. Sorry, Alyssa. Alyssa, our intern. This is not going to be favorable to you. Everyone stop. Stop. <laughs> no one gives a shit except you guys give too much of a shit, which is a problem. This needs to end. The only funny thing about this whole fucking fiasco is that Harry Styles clearly didn't know what to say to an answer and just started rambling on about how his movie is like a movie. Yeah. That's the only interesting thing that happened. No, the most interesting thing that happened was kissing Nick Kroll. That was iconic. That, that was iconic. We need more top. of that. Yes. This whole situation has blown out of proportion. Like, I agree that there's, like, obviously some drama happening with Olivia Wilde and Florence Pugh and Shia LaBeouf and yada, 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 right? Her and Harry are together. But... Like, I think the media is blowing it to a proportion that just, it does not need. This is why the internet, like, everyone log off. Like, everyone log the fuck off. Like, this is too much. Like, Refinery29, like, posted on Instagram. It was like, the Don't Worry Darling, like, press store is off the rails. Like, I'm just like. It's like, nothing is happening. Literally. clusterfuck. I'm like. 
Nothing is it's happening. And fine. so, you know, dear media, are you bored? Oh, dear media, comma. Dear the media. Yes. Not dear the media. <laughs> yeah. Are you bored? 100%. No, it's only because hair, like if Shia LaBeouf was the main guy in this movie, none of this would be happening. It's just because Harry Styles. I will admit, though, that I'm loving the memes that are coming out of Chris Pine looking like he has checked the fuck out. Uh, vibe check on Chris Pine. Are you... Are you yay? Are you nay? Would you fuck him? Okay. Okay. Good question. This is good. This is really good. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Chris Pine. I am a staunch yay. I am a. You're, oh, you're a, a staunch yay. I am a solid yay. Ever since I saw him in that movie with Lindsay Lohan about the luck, how they were lucky. Fuck. What was that name of that movie? Okay. I used to watch it on a loop. I was obsessed with this movie and I thought he was the hottest guy okay. that ever was let me just get this name hold on please hold all right go you can talk i'm gonna find it okay so here's my opinion on chris pine just my luck a, two, just my a luck. 2006 classic no one's seen it here's my thought on chris pine chris pine is subjectively a good looking human being i don't think anybody would negate that like he is a good looking man right he's a little too generic for me it just feels like someone added up a bunch of things that would be a really good looking man. And then out came Chris Pine. Sure, sure. He's like factory made. Yes. However, not going to pass it up, right? It's like our Jeff Goldblum discussion. Like, if No, that was a no. That was a no for me. That was a no for me. Oh my God, what? Okay. No, that was like our no, that was like our Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, conversation. sorry, that was our Benedict Cumberbatch. Which, but I think I'd be right. I think I'd be a little more excited with Chris Pine than Benedict Cumberbatch. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be stoked about it. I think so too. I think I could safely say that I'd <laughs> yeah. much rather fuck I'd be Chris stoked. Pine than Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes, yes, I'll, I'll go on record there. But I don't like, like when I watch him on movies, it's it, he doesn't do much for me. I will say though that this look that he's sporting wherever they're fucking doing their press shit is very intriguing to me because it's is like a doing it for you because I literally was going to say that he needs to fucking chop off his hair and go back to brunette or else I will not touch him with a 10 foot pole. Oh no. I'm like all about it. Like I'm down. Like this is so much better than the generically hot Chris Pine. Okay. So that's where we differ. I like a little different thing. You know what I mean? What is your stance on Mark Ruffalo? So many stances on Mark <laughs> Ruffalo. Okay. What? Oh, because all these people are Marvel, right? So you, you like know them in a different capacity than I do. So I thought Mark Ruffalo was hot in The Kids Are All Right with Julianne Moore. What about 13 going on 30? Yeah, like he was hot then. And then he became dad energy for me. Mm. And so it's a no for me now. Okay, so you're, you're anti-dad energy. Well, I'm anti-Mark Ruffalo's dad energy. Got it, got it. Specifically. I'm pro-George Clooney's dad energy. Mm. See, George Clooney's never done it for me. Brad Pitt's never done it for me. Brad Pitt's never done it for me. Talking about people who do do it for me, did you see... Timothy Chalamet? Timothy Chalamet's... Red backless listen, number. Listen, I am not a Timothy Chalamet girl, but when I saw that, I was like, snaps for Timothy Chalamet. That was a good move on his behalf. He looked fantastic. He did. He did. Just sartorial excellence. Yes. Just a fucking trendsetter. He is, I wonder who he's dating these days and who I need to uh, murder because... <laughs> I need to get I need to get in there like 
My friend saw him at the San Vicente bungalows. I what would I do if I saw Timothy Chalamet? Like it's the same yeah. it's the same thought experience experiment of what would I do if I saw Bill Hader IRL? Like honestly, what would I do? It would be concerning. Timothy Chalamet doesn't do it for me because I still view him as a 16-year-old little boy. That's like the vibe he gives me. However, I will say that I respect and I'm more attracted to the energy of Timothy Chalamet in that red outfit or Chris Pine with his weird hair than anything more generic. Okay, you know what I mean? It, you, yeah. and I have, need- you and I have never, like Chris Hemsworth, it's a no. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? It's just a no. No, no, no. Yeah, the the traditionally handsome, like Ken doll is just not our vibe. Yeah, like when Thor takes his shirt off, I'm like, okay, Thor, put it back on. Yeah. Like we're not, we're not here. We're for not this. There. We don't yeah. need this. This is a lot. I feel, I feel like scared. I, you know, I feel scared. Um, <laughs> talking about taking your shirt off. Are you watching the new Game of Thrones? <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Well, we got through one episode. Okay, so I haven't started it yet. I need to start it because. I wasn't going to start it. And then our stepsisters were like, you're going to be so annoyed that like you didn't start it when uh, the zeitgeist was happening in the narrative and whatever. And so I think I'm going to start it. It's exactly Game of Thrones. Okay. It's the same which thing. is not, which is great, right? Same exact thing. Same exact thing. There's a very traumatizing scene in the first episode for me. You'll get, you'll see it. Adam and I had to close our eyes and turn the other way and we're not giving it our attention. You'll see why. Oh, is it probably like a a baby situation? Yeah. It's a really bad baby situation. That makes sense. It's literally just like you're watching Game of Thrones. Okay. Like there's no. Oh, I like that. Yeah. It's fabulous. Okay. What's the next headline? Well, um, so do you think that Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine? No, I don't. (laughs) I'm going to show you the video. You're going to be like this is what people do we think do we think harry styles and olivia wilde's relationship is coming to an end so there have been i did hear a rumor that like maybe they broke up and that's why this is such a shit show or like why it's been so weird i think it's coming to an end there's too much weird energy around this situation it's so it's very strange anyways next headline jerry seinfeld is now the model for kith fall 2022 have you seen these photos gal oh wait so i don't know what kith ball is but i've seen all the photos and they're fantastic no 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 (laughs) (laughs) it's called kith oh kith and then i said fall 2022 kith is the name of the brand (laughs) bald what (laughs) what are you saying the the name of the brand is kith Okay. Okay. And then he is the model for fall 2022. Fall. fall. Not ball. <laughs> no. Fall. So it's not, the brand's not kickball. <laughs> no. The brand. <laughs> kickball. The brand is called Kith. Have you seen the hats that <laughs> this man has put on his head? Uh, I don't remember thinking the hat. I just, the vibe was cool. So, Okay. I just want to know. Is it like a Pharrell hat? Yeah. His head is very big like yours, Scout. And the hat comes really? off like five inches off, uh, hovers above his head. Like I think Jerry Seinfeld has a small head. He has a ginormous head. You're completely wrong. He like, honestly, I'm. it's hard because like at first I like go through these and I'm like, this is a joke, right? Like he's like in on the joke. And then the more I look at them, I'm like, maybe I would fuck Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, no. Don't go there. It's a no for me. Don't go there. 
Okay, wait. So are you seeing the photos? Dear listener, if you haven't seen these photos, I would recommend just this doing one? a quick a quick this Google one? search. Um, so you know what we're looking at. Let me see which one you're looking at. He looks like such a dweeb. Like, it's just... He looks good. I mean, the obviously the the clothes are good, but he is just such a person that I feel like he would make fun of this. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just so confused why he signed on to this and how much money he demanded for this because I have never seen him in this hat. This hat is just so... Like, he looks like, like a hipster walking through Silver Lake. Like, he is just... It it's not him at all, but I guess that's what they're going for. I don't know. Yeah, I thought they were fun. I liked them, okay. but I, I see where you're coming from. I see okay. where you're coming from. All right. Well, okay. So we're pro Jerry Seinfeld for kickball. <laughs> yes, pro pro Jerry Seinfeld for kickball. Got it. Okay. All right. Next up, Forbes has released their top creators 2022. Can you, why don't you take a guess at the type of names we or see in here? Okay. Let me think. Addison Rae. I'm not seeing her yet, but who's her uh, counterpart? D'Amelio. Yes. Both of them are on here. Both of them are on okay. here. Emma Chamberlain. I'm getting, I'm trying. No one. No one new has come up this year, I feel like. Yeah, it's mostly people we already know. So It's probably the same exact list as last year. Yes, we have Mr. Beast, we have Charlie James Charles. No. Hold on. Let me let me let me uh list them. Mr. Beast, Charlie D'Amelio, Alexandra Cooper. We got to get her on the pod. Is that a yes or no? Yeah, it's a yes for me. Oh, it's a yes for you. Okay, good. All right, the guy who runs Fuck Jerry, he's Jewish. We could get him on the pod. The guy who runs Fuck Jerry is still on a list? Yeah. Good for him. Um, You were right, Emma Chamberlain. I don't know who any of these people are. Okay, so these are all... Oh, Addison Ray. you were right. Very good. Jake Paul. Okay. I mean, Tinks is on here. Did you see Addison Ray's mom with Young Gravy? <laughs> I never thought I would have heard those words come out of your mouth. I did not know that you knew that. That's great. Instagram was serving me videos of these two. I didn't know who Young Gravy was. No one does. I had does. no idea. No one I does. I still don't know who Young Gravy is. Ami Song is on here. Very good. Very, very good. We need to get Ami Song on the pod. I love her. She's an OG. Okay. Noah Beck, our, uh, our stepsisters saw him at the Melrose Flea Market. If anyone wants to go scour... And stalk him there. Tinks. Amazing. Yeah, great list. Ricky Thompson. Incredible. I'm, I'm enjoying this. This is well-deserved. Mm -hmm. Well-deserved. Okay. Let's move cool. on. They missed, They must have forgotten us. I know. We, we, we didn't check our spam <laughs> this year. They're probably going to send us a package and they're so embarrassed. And so embarrassed. So embarrassed. All right. Taylor Swift announces a new album written after dark called Midnight's. What are your feelings on this new album? You know what? I don't know because I, I haven't heard it yet. So I can't. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's <laughs> I don't not know. out yet. I know. That's what I'm saying. How am I supposed to have an opinion on it? You know, I really think that folklore was just pure magic. And I think it's hard to recreate such magic. Uh, I mean, I think she'll probably sway a little more pop for this one since she went so folksy indie for Folklore and Evermore. Mm -hmm. So I'm interested, but I think it is going to continue with the poetic undertones of Folklore. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be, 
I think she's completely moved on from her full I pop think so era. Too. Like she's grown up a little and I am so excited. Not only am I excited for the music, but I'm excited for the discourse because um, we are newly minted Taylor Swift stands. And so I like to be part of a group. I'm part of the group think, you know? I'm not, but that's okay. Her song with Bonnie Bear is just, I, I, I know, just yeah. cannot get over that fucking song. I know, you won't I shut up about it. I was having a really emotional day the other day and I listened to it and I just started bawling hysterically. It is the most heartbreaking song I've ever listened to. Yeah. You know, were you also of the camp? Did you used to call him Bon Iver? No. When I was in high school, I called him Bon Iver and this bully laughed at me and told me I was dumb. And so now I am very, very careful to say his name. Mm. Bon Iver. Sounds like you got what you deserved. Bon Iver. And um, yeah, so that's that. Okay. Next uh, next headline, please. <laughs> next headline. Camila Marone and Leonardo DiCaprio have split, have called it quits. I am enjoying the memes of Leonardo DiCaprio at this current stage of my life. What's your stance? What's your stance on Leo? Here's my stance on Leo. Okay. Leo had an excellent, excellent path forward to greatness in reputation and adoration from America. Okay. He could have been loved by all and respected by all until he died as an old man. And somewhere in there, I'm just going to say, when the Academy would not give him an Oscar, I think he said, fuck it. And I think he was like, I'm just going to boats and hose it up. Boats and hose. And yeah. I'm going to let myself go. I'm going to have a dad bod while, you know, fucking a 23-year-old model. Mm -hmm. And I just don't care. And so that was very disappointing. And it felt like he, nothing happened to him. So he just kept doing it. And he is, you know, it's, listen, people can get into relationships at all different ages. I'm not someone who's like, you can't get into a relationship based off of an age difference, right? There's, there's, everyone's different. But when a man continues to not date women over 25 years old and he continues to get very much older, it's not a good look and it just perpetuates a very terrible insecurity that I think women have collectively that our worth as partners diminishes as we get older and that being youthful and beautiful in a societal standard is what we need to attribute to. And listen, I love looking good as much as the next girl. I'm getting Botox. I'm doing my shit, right? No shame. This narrative is is the reason why women fear that their husbands are going to leave them and upgrade to a newer model yeah. when they're older. You know, it just is. This plot reminds me a bit of a acclaimed Nancy Myers film called Something's Gotta Give. All right. Oh, yeah. This is mirroring that plot line. And I don't like it. I don't like it. Anyways, Camila Maroney, though, hot chick for sure. Gorgeous chick. I hope that Leonardo DiCaprio. She should date Jacob Elordi next because him and Olivia Jade just broke up and he has been making the rounds, my dear sister. You know what? I am so incredibly off 
the radar of New Hollywood. I'm seeing all these photos of people and I'm like, oh my God, I have no idea who New Hollywood is anymore. So I watched Elvis. I saw Elvis with our mom. You know, everyone hated it for some reason. I thought it was, I had a ball. I had a great mm. time. Also, mm. didn't know I was attracted to Austin Butler. Very dashing young man. And now he... I don't know who that is, but he has, he's got a good name, so... He has a great name, and he was in Elvis, and he was Elvis. And uh, he is dating Kaya Gerber. Do you know who this is? No. Kaya Gerber is the daughter... Oh, I think I've seen photos of them together. Gerber mom. Comes up on my explore you know, page. You know the mom. Cindy Crawford is the mom. Oh, Yes, I know. Yes, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she, Kaya Gerber, who is 20 years old, like not even 21. And how old is Austin Butler? Like 30. Yeah, but you know, it's Hollywood. It is what it is. Okay. Last one, very quickly. I just wanted to throw this in here. It happened a couple weeks ago, but since we, um, you know, we're part, we, well, you used to be part of Bachelor Nation, but I am reluctantly still chugging along over here. Sarah Highland and Wells Adams finally got married. Did you follow along? I looked at the photos. I wouldn't say I followed along. I looked at the photos. Beautiful. Like, just the best story to come out of Batch Nation ever. You know what's... I know. He really won the lottery with this. Like, it's insane how... Yeah. yeah. You know what's interesting, though? They got married at this vineyard that I've been to called Sunstone in the Santinez Valley. And apparently Jojo and Jordan got married there like a couple months before them. And Wells was on Jojo's season. So it's like kind of weird, right? Like you would think like Sarah Highland would like. Remember when you told me that? And I was like, Jojo Siwa or Jojo the singer? <laughs> oh my God. All the Jojos in our life. Jojo oh my God. Talking about Jojo Siwa. Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> Sorry. Dancing with the Stars is coming back. And I am so fucking excited. It's my, if you guys don't know, like it is my, my favorite show on planet Earth. I just started watching it like two seasons ago and I'm utterly obsessed. Charlie D'Amelio and her, her mom, Heidi, are going on. And I am just so excited. The reason I said that is because Jojo Siwa was on Dance with the Stars last year. Mm, well, I'm almost done with the last season of The Voice, so. Okay. Does that have anything to do with Jojo Siwa? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just competing with you and what you're watching. I see. I see. I see. <laughs> okay. Anyways, that is, that is the entire pop culture roundup. I feel very educated. I feel in the know. I feel plugged in. I feel like our pop culture updates just go back to, does he do it for you? <laughs> Um, that seems to be a theme that we're exploring on this podcast. I think it's really important to check in with that. I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. I think it's a value. Mm -hmm. I think it's the content that people subscribe to. Yeah. You would think so. You would think so. Well, okay. Well, Mads, I love you so much. Okay. Earlier, like literally before we started hitting recording, I just said, I love you, Maddie. And you were like, why? What's going on? And I was like, I'm literally just telling you that I love you. Like I'm just telling you that I love you like that's it <laughs> it was just it's fine to tell me that out of the blue it was just more so not in any vein what we were talking about and so it felt we were very, talking about anything we were talking about anything I was getting water it felt very random and I was just concerned for your brain that like just like random thoughts were coming out so I just wanted mm -hmm. to check in and do a wellness check oh, okay well I love you and I love you sisters 
Follow us on Instagram at OKSIS Podcast. Me at Scott Sobel. Mads at Maddie Mayo. Join our Geneva Community Center. And if you're like, fuck yes to OKSIS, write us a five-star review and rating. We and would if, love it. If you're like, fuck yeah to OKSIS. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to get off. Okay, off. love you, sisters. Love you. See you next week. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together. 